Outside, the rain falls on a cold day in Seattle. Paris Hideaway, the usual hangout spot of Wolf and Mr. Clean, is filled with patrons, but not exactly busy. Archie serves drinks at the bar, his wait staff bus tables and fill orders. A new arrival steps in from the cold and the rain. Everyone instinctively turns to investigate, but it's only Norm. Norm! He is greeted as his customary. Right behind him, entering with little fanfare, are two other Shadowrunners, and both are regulars of Harris. Wolf immediately begins greeting the people closest to the door, and Mr. Clean heads straight for the bar. This is their usual routine, but tonight it has a little more meaning. Tonight is something of a celebration. Archie, gin and tonics. Yes, sir. Tonight, these two come out of hiding after a long time away. Their recent brush with Spectre and the mercenary company High Risk Solutions, at this point only just a month old. Where they hid, only they know. Now that the heat has died away, they return to their old haunts. Wolf comes to join his partner at the bar, and the two celebrate being back in the saddle once again. From the back corner in my booth, I watch the two of them, relieved that they are safe. They may be deniable assets, but they are my assets. say this, but I'm glad to be back in this studio. It hasn't been that long since we left. The deal with Spectre is over, and we don't have to worry about HRS coming at us for revenge. Yeah, for now. Come on. Cypher says she's still got a contact inside HRS. It'll give us a heads up if they come gunning for us. I don't have the energy anymore to debate you on this. I've said my piece. All right, well, let's get into today's show, shall we? All right, today we're going to be talking about... Uh, what are we talking about? Don't look at me, I didn't plan anything. Uh, uh, okay, um, let's see. How about we talk about the UCAS? Nah, that sounds like a 10th episode sort of thing. Okay, then how about the Yaks? You were working with them, right? I am working on them. But I haven't finished the data collection. Besides, that's a mid-season sort of thing. Damn it. All right, uh, hmm. How about, um... How about we talk about laying low in the process of getting back into the game once the heat dies down? Perfect. Today we're going to be talking to you briefly about what happens after a run. If you're a Shadowrunner, you're going to do Shadowruns. Whether that job is a success or a failure, is entirely up to you and the circumstances surrounding your clandestine mission of choice. But regardless of the outcome, chances are you're going to have to lay low once it's done to allow the heat to cool. Despite shadow running happening in the shadows of all places, it's fairly common that they might catch a little more attention than you want. This attention, chums, is called heat. It comes in many forms, but heat is never a good thing to have on you. It can be many things, but it's most commonly media coverage, or finding yourself wanted by the law. 
More on the law in another episode. Heat can also mean pressure from other sources, like criminal organizations, or even the faction your previous Johnson belonged to. No matter what the source, you can be guaranteed they won't stop until they got you, or enough time passes that their desire for revenge and or a payday is outweighed by other factors. Once a job is done, regardless of the outcome, it can be a good idea to lay low. Having a network of hideouts is a good idea. I like for my places to be out of the way, hard to get to, and away from people. Where exactly? Sorry, not gonna tell you that. But I do find a hole, and I hide in it. I like to hide in plain sight. Really? That's it? That's all you're gonna say on that? <sighs> I like to hide in populated areas. How populated doesn't matter. The closer you are to danger, the further you are from harm. I don't recommend this for everyone, but I was raised in the city. So it's what I know. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I'm a country boy, but if you prefer to hide out in the cities, then why do you always follow me to my hideouts? Because you're my friend, and if anyone wants to kill you, they have to go through me first. Clean up, I think that's the nicest thing I've ever heard you say. Like, that really touched me. Like, like right here, buddy. Right here in my heart. Oh, shove it. There we go. That's the clean everybody knows and loves. <laughs> uh, but back to the topic. Some people take laying low to a whole new level. They put money into and maintain extensive networks of hideouts and properties all over. Some of these hideouts don't even look like the kind of place you would hide out, which I guess is like what Clean was saying, hiding in plain sight. It's rough out there, especially for newbies. I get it. Sometimes you run out of funds before the heat dies. There's nothing I can tell you that's gonna get you around that. That's something you have to figure out on your own. Now, that being said, there are people who can help. Just keep in mind that some of these people aren't in the game, and bringing trouble to their doorstep could get them hurt. Now, one person is Father Dembski of St. Martin's Parish in Tacoma. He gives two meals a day to anyone who comes through his doors, no questions asked. And he won't even make you listen to a sermon before he gives them to you. And for metahumans who might still be afraid of the Catholic Church's old views on metas, don't worry, St. Martin's is a French Catholic establishment, so they're very meta-friendly. In Redmond, out near Crusher 495, there's a junkyard. A dwarf named Eleanor Conroy lives there with her 13 dogs. Now, Eleanor is willing to pay a fair wage to anyone who comes to her looking for work. It's a fair wage, not a great wage. But fair can be better than nothing. When I was first starting out, I spent many days in that junkyard grinding big pieces of metal into smaller pieces of metal. It was hard, exhausting work, and those dogs always watch you. But it helped me keep my head down. Eleanor also has a deal going with the local food truck vendor. The family pulls into the yard three times a day and shells out meals for about a dollar. Oh, and that's another thing. She only deals in UCAS physical currency. Now, before going into hiding, it's a good idea to let your contacts know that you're dropping off the grid for a while. If they are people you interact with frequently, then that's a must. Don't want them stumbling into plots that could get them hurt. But if they're people you rarely talk to, or if it's just business only and your heat doesn't link to them, don't bother with them them it's just biz after all. Once you've emerged from hiding, the first person you contact is your fixer. 
because you're going to want to let the community know you're back in the action. And what better way than doing a job? After your fixer, it's up to you what order you let the rest of your contacts know. Really? That's about all there is to say on the subject of laying low. It's kind of self-explanatory, but if you have any other ideas, let us know. We've included links on how to contact us below in the description. And to answer a question that was posed sometime back, a Todd David, and I hope that's your street name. But yes, this season we will get to your question. We could have probably covered it here, but we're still getting our legs back under us, so apologies for that. Yeah, Ome. If you've got questions, let us hear them. But until then, I think Clean and I are going to head on down to the place where everybody knows our name. And they're always glad we came. That's right. Well, I'm Wolf. And I'm Mr. Clean. And this has been Deniable Assets. Good night and good running, Chummer. The music for Deniable Assets is written and performed by Johnny Clear and the Meltdowns. Support Deniable Assets team by donating to our Patreon. Email us at realdeniableassets at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at the Deniable Assets page.